Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now for our story. It was evening at Aunt Mary Lane's farm on Willow Road. Aunt Mary sat on the front porch of the little farmhouse with her old friend and helper, Lefty Larkin. As they sat there in the growing darkness, they could hear the night sounds, tiny movements which are lost in the busy activity of daytime, a bird stirring sleepily on a branch, rustling of leaves in the apple tree near the front garden, crickets in the fields nearby. And then, from across the meadows, came the long-drawn whistle of a train, poignant, melancholy, and yet somehow expressive of excitement, adventure. There it is. Ah, the 7.45. It's funny, Lefty. Whenever we sit out here on the porch about this time, have you noticed how we never start talking much until we hear that whistle? Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's so, Aunt Mary. <laughs> I love to hear that sound nowadays. Didn't you always? Well, Lefty, there was a time in the old days when I used to sort of dread it. But why, Aunt Mary? I've always thought it was one of the pleasantest sounds a man could hear. A train whistling in the night. It's just this. I guess it is one of the pleasantest sounds in the world. To a man. But sometimes, it gives a woman a kind of lonely feeling. Do you feel that way now? No, Lefty. No. You know, in the old days when you first came here... I used to worry about you. You were so restless, moody. I used to think that train whistle would remind you of all the places you hadn't been yet. Or places to go back to. (laughs) You used to get a faraway look in your eyes sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it did. You know, Aunt Mary, if anybody told me years ago that I'd be content to stay in one place, make my life here in Wakefield, I I would have said he was crazy. (laughs) I expect you would at that. I was always on the move when I was young. New places, different people. Never seemed to be able to settle for any one thing. Maybe you were looking for something. Hmm. That's it, I guess. Something I found right here in, in Wakefield. I'm glad you feel that way, Lefty. You know, I never questioned you about where you've been, what you've done. Somehow it didn't matter. I didn't want to know particularly. It just seemed right for you to be here. You just seemed to belong. If there's any place in the world I belong, this is it. When I think back, I don't see what I would have done without you, Lefty. Seems so many things happened in those years, one after another. Randolph's death, my sister's running away from home. Then the news about her baby after she died, trying to bring up the two children, Peggy and Randy, making her go to the farm. (laughs) I 
Couldn't have managed without your help. Oh, now, Aunt Mary. Well, I suppose I might have scrambled through somehow financially. We wouldn't have starved. But that isn't what I meant. You made it more like a real home for the children. Randy, when he was growing up. All the things you've done for Peggy. Oh, gosh, Aunt Mary, I... I'd rather wear my old Stetson instead of this halo you're fixing up for. Oh, I know you always hate it when I start to talk this way. You act like a child in the front row of Sunday school. Respectful, but twitchy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I'm taking the long way around, but I'm really driving at something. The thing is, I've always wondered, and I've never been able to reconcile, why you were willing to stay on this farm as you have. Knowing the sort of man you are, it, well, it, it just doesn't seem to fit. What do you mean, Aunt Mary? Well, left in one sense, it's been a very curious life for you. Knowing you as I do, I can imagine you with your own home. Working on your own land, with a wife and children of your own. And sometimes I've wondered why. I know what you're going to say, Aunt Mary. But to answer the question in your mind, I'd have to go way back and explain so many things. Uh, a lot of things I, I just can't explain. Not yet, anyway. No, all right, Lefty. I wouldn't want you to try it if it's like that. But, uh, what about the future? Have you thought about that? Your plans. What are you going to do? The future, Aunt Mary? Have you decided what you're going to do with yours? <laughs> well, I guess you have me there, Lefty. As far as I'm concerned, I suppose I'll just go along the way I always have. But, well, it's just that I hate to think that maybe you're missing something you should have. Well, if I'm missing something, I ought to know what it is. <laughs> Come on, Aunt Mary. I, I know you have some bee in your bonnet. Now, let's have it. What should I have that I haven't? Well, all right, if you really want to know. Lefty, for the last few days, I've had Del Shipley on my mind. Oh. You know, Lefty, Del is a very wonderful woman. And she's devoted to you. Always has been. A very odd sort of devotion, I'd say, as things turned out. I don't see how you can feel as you do about Del. After all that happened in Chicago... After thinking that Peggy could have been guilty of killing Richard Connolly, Well, I... but, Lefty, you can't expect Dell to have had the same faith in Peggy that you and I have, the way things looked. Besides, she, she was in no position to think too clearly at that time. All Dell knew was that you were in jail. But she was sure you were innocent. Sure you'd made that confession just to protect Peggy. No, I, I certainly don't see that that's enough reason to condemn Dell. I've always thought there was a little more to it than that. Yeah. Yeah, there was, Aunt Mary, but that's something else I can't go into. Remember, it's not such a common thing in this world of ours to have someone who shares your worries, cares what happens to you, a person who belongs to you and puts you before anyone else. Yes, Aunt Mary, it, it's true what you say, but... Well, there's only one person I've known that I could feel that way about. Then, uh, 
It's definitely off with them? I'm afraid so, Aunt Mary. At the present moment, the main thing I have in my mind is your niece, Peggy. What happens to her? <laughs> Maybe that surprises you a little. No, Lefty, it doesn't. There's always been such a bond between you and Peggy. I've realized it ever since you came here. You couldn't love that girl more if she were your own daughter. No, I... I couldn't. I want her to have a good, full life. Speaking of people who you put first, somebody who belongs to you, that's what I'd like for Peggy. Peggy's matured so lately. She's grown up a lot. I'd like to see her married. Um, aren't you sort of rushing things, Lefty? After what Peggy's been through with Bill Mead, well, I, I think her emotions of that sort are rather dormant. She still feels pretty sensitive and hurt. She seems to be pretty interested in Nicholas Dorn just the same. Oh, Lefty, there you go again. Peggy and Nicholas are just good friends. They're just, well, they just like to talk together, be together, that's all. Well, is that such a bad basis for a happy marriage? It's not enough. Nicholas is an intelligent, honest young man. Doesn't blow hot one day and cold the next like some people I could mention. And he's not selfish either, self-centered. He respects Peggy. She respects him. And that's all very true. But it still isn't love lifting. And I'm sure it's not what Peggy really wants. Just the same, I'm not so sure that Nicholas isn't in love with her and just doesn't know it. Perhaps. But Peggy isn't in love with him. Maybe not now. But I have a feeling, Aunt Mary, that something may come out of that, may develop. And I, for one, would be very happy to see it happen. I hope it does. They were silent after that. Two people discussing the future of someone very dear to them. Aunt Mary and Lefty Larkin. Lefty's sole concern is the happiness of the young girl he knows to be his daughter, who is haunted with the question, could he have contributed more to Peggy's happiness if he'd told her the truth a long time ago? Told her before he became afraid to? But Lefty, I think your thoughts concerning Peggy's future might be anxious ones if you know that the past is not so closed as you think it is. That the situation involving Bill Mead and his wife, Kit, is far from being a dead issue in Peggy's life. 